Welcome to Becoming a Sleep Consultant. I'm your host, Jane Havens, a certified sleep consultant and founder of both SnoozeFest by Jane Havens and Center for Pediatric Sleep Management. On this podcast, I'll be discussing the business side of sleep consulting. You'll have an insider's view on launching, growing, and even scaling a sleep consulting business. This is not a podcast about sleep training. This is a podcast about business building and entrepreneurship. Naz Echeverria is the founder of Next Level Up CEO and the Easy Yes Method. Over the last 11 years, she's worked with over 400 coaches, consultants, and healers to two to five times their revenue and turn strangers and lurkers into premium clients in just seven days. She also happens to be my business strategist and business BFF. Naz, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to chat with you today. Yay. Thank you so much for having me, Miss Jane. I can't wait to be here as well. So while I think that entrepreneurship is the most thrilling journey of all time, it can also be really lonely, right? And uh, that's what I wanted to talk to you about today. I wanted to bring you on because you are my business BFF and you keep me from being super lonely, right? Um, Why do you think it's so important to have a business best friend? I mean, it's such a good conversation because I feel like no one really talks about that entrepreneurship is super lonely. I think it's important because we go through a huge roller coaster of emotions. Like it's just that's what entrepreneurship is. Like you're kind of getting yourself into this roller coaster of ups and downs. And I think that it can be really lonely to feel like you're doing that alone or there's something wrong with you or there's something happening. And I think if you look at it, any other job that anyone has, whether it's like corporate or a restaurant job you have relationships, right? You have people that you're talking to that you're commiserating with and sharing with. And like entrepreneurship, you're in this like bubble of like, it's just me. I'm just doing this alone. And it can just be really hard and disheartening to like not have someone to bounce ideas off of, share like wins with, or just like have goofy moments together about complaining about what's happening in the world. Like, I just think that's important. Yeah, I agree. I think that another sort of aspect to all of this is that people who are not involved in the entrepreneurial space just flat out don't understand what we do all day, right? Um, I have a lot of friends who have conventional, typical jobs. They're teachers, they're accountants, they're lawyers, whatever. And they have no idea what I do all day. And to talk to them about it, feels really weird. Like I'm doing this really weird work. And I like getting online and talking to you because you understand what I do. You get it. Yeah. It makes me feel less alone. I know it totally does. And you're totally right. Cause like when I talk to friends and they're like, what do you do? And I'm like, I'm a business strategist. And they're just like, well, I don't get like, they're just, everything about it is confusing. So like you don't go into an office and like you run your own, like, I have to spend all this time explaining and like oftentimes you're right. Like their thoughts are probably like, I'm just sitting at home and like doing nothing. (laughs) Yeah. And I also think it's weird how we all have these like internet friends, like you're my best friend on the internet, right? Like, like one day, one day we're going to like meet in real life. I mean, it's so weird that we've never met in real life, right? Like I know all about your animals and your kids and like that you like, hip hop music. Like, I feel like I know everything about you, but we never like hung out face to face. Right. And that's, it's super weird, but it's also the best. 
It is. I actually remember for a f- quick, funny story. I remember asking you one time, how tall are you? <laughs> like, <laughs> you realize like as an online friend, you could be like six foot tall and I would have had never had any idea. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, I know. Let's talk about like business BFFs versus meaningful connections, right? Because I think there's those are two different things. And I'm sure people are listening to us thinking like, okay, I know Jane's always talking about how important it is to make these meaningful and strategic connections so that you can grow your business. But like, that's not really quite what we're talking about here when we're talking about business BFFs, right? So like, let's unpack the differences between like a strategic alliance, like a meaningful business connection versus a business bestie. Well, I think with a strategic business alliance, it's very like we're looking at it for the purpose of how can this deliver more business to me, right? Like I just, that's the way I look at it. How can we support each other? You're usually going to be serving similar audiences. You're going to have all that. Like business bestie to me is like, there's no end game. Like we're not like sitting here thinking like, how can I use her to like help me? And not to say that we're doing that like in a negative way in business alliances, but just there's a different purpose, right? And like business besties is like, I just want to run to someone when I'm like having a crappy day and like things feel hard and be like, oh my gosh, this is what's happening. Or to like celebrate like, hey, I'm doing this. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Like we're just, just like in any other friendship, like you're kind of just relating to each other and bouncing ideas off of each other, but you're not looking at it from a purpose of how am I going to leverage this relationship in order to further my business? Yeah. I like that you and I, are sort of doing very similar things in our businesses, but our businesses are completely different, right? That's what I love most about our relationship, besides just like our friendship. But I love the value that we bring to one another because we're not in competition. We're not in the same field. We're not doing the same thing. And yet we're like leveraging the same resources, right? So like, I remember when you started doing some ads, and I'm like, Oh, tell me everything you know about ads. I've never done ads, right. And, and then maybe I'm doing something interesting. And you're like, and I don't know what I do that you don't do. Like, I feel like you do everything. And I think about doing what you do. Google ads. (laughs) Yeah, Google ads. Okay. So like, I'm playing around with Google ads, and you're not. So you're like, tell me what's going on. Like, give me the scoop, right. And we can learn from each other in a way that is not competitive. It's not like, we're literally just like, on our own journeys, happen to be checking the boxes at similar times, right? Like our pit stops are somewhat similar. And we're exploring, you know, virtual assistants or launching a podcast, right? Like all of these things that we're sort of like figuring out together, but like doing it completely differently. But I think it's also cool because it's almost like having two brains. Cause like in any situation, I could be like, I'm doing this. And it's not that we're all necessarily gonna, it's not like we're feeding off of each other, but it is kind of fun to be like, oh, you're doing this for Google ads. And then I might ask you some questions and you're like, I don't know, I didn't think about that. Or same thing with you to me, where you're like, what about this? And I was like, I don't know, I haven't thought about that. So it like sparks this opportunity and momentum through it, like inadvertently. Um, and it's like having two brains is part of the process too. So it's kind of Yeah. Funny. So let's let's use the example that you brought up right before we hit record. Uh, Nas asked me right before we hit record, she's like, so like, what do you want to get out of this? Like, what's your end game for this podcast? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't have one. Like, I just want to show up and 
be cheerful and have a great conversation. And I hope that the audience enjoys it and they like me and they're inspired, right? Like I have no end game, right? And Nas, because she's a strategist, she wants an end game. Like, what is the purpose of this podcast? Where are you going to lead them to? What button are they going to click next, right? And that is not how I roll. But that's what's so amazing about the two of our brains together is that like, I think actually sometimes you could use a little spaghetti on the wall, which is yes. my... That, that is how I roll, right? Uh, I'll come throw some spaghetti at your wall if you want me to. Uh, like, I just put it all out there and see what sticks. And Nas has like a system and a process and she's organized and she has an end game for everything. And I love that the two of us just sort of like battle back and forth about which makes more sense. And I don't think it's one versus the other in all yep. circumstances. Like there are times when what you do makes perfect sense. And there are times when what I do makes perfect sense. And we both learn from one another. I love that because you're so right. Because sometimes uh, I can just tell she's uh, she knows I'm going to come at her with like, so what is the strategy here, Jane? Where are we going with this? And she's always, I, I can like tell she's eye rolling me when she's like, Naz, I don't know. You know me. I just go at it. And like, it's such a perfect relationship though, because like we are very, very similar in certain like, uh, core beliefs and the way we look at business and like how it's a long-term plan. But then at the way we approach our business, we approach it totally differently, which is by the way, the magic of business that like we can both be wildly successful and do this totally different ways. And I feel like in a way we challenge each other because like, you're right. There's sometimes where I envy the fact that you come up with a decision at like 8 a.m. And by 9 a.m. you're like running with it. And I'm like, <laughs> hold on, <laughs> we've got to figure this out. First. So like, I feel like it's a good balance because we learn from each other and it challenges us to kind of like see things from a different perspective. And I think it's fun. It is really fun. This is fun. We have not been on Zoom together in so long. Every now and then, I just want to go back into my old emails from when Nas and I were working together and just like hop onto her calendar just because I have the link. <laughs> just be like, I'm here. Like, uh, let's have lunch. But I haven't done that yet. I'm going to do that maybe next week. We'll I have know. Lunch. Now I'm going to like see it coming or I'm going to be like, why has she not gotten on my calendar after like telling the world <laughs> about this opportunity that she was putting together? So I feel like we've articulated already a little bit some of the ways in which we jive nicely together. But I sort of want to like dig deeper into that. Um, you touched on the fact that you and I both have like the same drive. And I would agree with that, right? We have the same drive. We have the same fire. Uh, we're always both sort of looking to new, learn new things, right? Uh, what are some other things that like make you and I work? I think it's just, yeah, like we have a very similar perspective in terms of long-term, like this business is how this looks. And so I think that to me was what really sparked our relationship because that's hard for, I felt like it was hard to find someone who like looked at things that way. Um, I also think it's just the family dynamic of like, we're very like, I'm going to have time with my family and my business is going to be fine. And just like a lot of the things that are both business and like personal that come together um, just from like our families and like you talk about your parents and I'm talking about my parents and they were entrepreneurs. And it's just a lot that we like jive off of that. I think like we get each other just like with a friendship, right? Like you get each other. Um, but yeah, I think that we both look at our businesses from the same perspective. We're both really freaking go-getters like we don't like slow down from the sense of like I know where I want to go um we're also like brutally honest yeah totally 
<laughs> like, which by the way, most people might seem as like a negative of having two brutally honest people, but I feel like it works really well because like, you'll call me on my stuff and I'll call you on yours. (laughs) (laughs) I was digging up. So we rescheduled this podcast episode several times. So I was digging into my emails to find the bio that Nas sent me so that I could read it in the beginning of this podcast. And I sent it to her last night. And I was like, this is what you sent me. This sucks. (laughs) And you know I what? Like, I took a page out of Jane's book, though, and I was like, I'm not changing it. Bye. <laughs> right. I was like, this is terrible. And it wasn't terrible. It just I was expecting more from her. Like, it was great. It was straight. It was to the point. It's fine. But, you know, I gave her I gave her some, you know, I gave her a hard time about it because I could. And like, that's the way that we work. And you know, I think that if Nas didn't have a strong header on her shoulders and thick skin, like I would have hurt her feelings. But, you know, I know that I can say things to her and she can just be like, she's being stupid and we can move on. Yes. I feel like that, by the way, is one of those unseen like things that I feel like a lot of times we do have to like censor ourselves to be a little bit more like not to hurt people's feelings. And I feel like, yeah, with you and I, it's just very like easy like I'm not I'm, I'm comfortable about. hurting your feelings <laughs> same like I'll call her out and she'll right. just be like whatever Nas and we like don't have hard feelings against it like I think we just have established that type of relationship that we know that we both have like strong personalities <laughs> and like yeah so let's talk about like how we actually communicate because I this is something that I think people wonder right like okay, if your business bestie lives across the country, which is the case for Nas and I, like, how do we how do we actually keep in touch? What does that look like? Um, I think it can look different for different people. But for us, it's mostly Voxer, right? We just, we just, you know, I'll be driving. Yeah, I'll be driving and I'll have a funny thought. And I always love to crank up my country music when I'm boxing Nas, because I know that she just thinks that that's so ridiculous that I listen to country. So I'm like, Oh, I'm gonna box Nas, I'm gonna crank up my country, you know, dip my toes in the water, like, (laughs) right. And she's like, what are you listening to? And that's just part of our banter. And it just sets the tone for the way the conversation's going to go, right? It totally does. And I feel like I like, I know your kids, you know, my kids, like I've had little Voxer conversations with your kids and like stuff. Totally. And I just feel like it totally is that we're just both really busy. I don't know. I can't really see Zoom and just like looking at each other. Yeah. I would like to Zoom more with you actually. Okay. Maybe I'm <laughs> like, we would just sit there and be like looking each. I think it's just because you and I are both like in the moment of doing things and it's like sending each other a message. But yeah, like, I feel like, I feel like it's whatever's going to be easy. Right. Like I think a lot of times people put a lot of um, pressure on like how to make their relationship look a certain way. And you and I are just kind of like, I'm going to voxer you when I have a minute or like, wherever I'm at and whatever I'm doing when you're like sneaking into your brother's pool or yeah, exactly. Exactly. And stuff like that. I I think the important part is, um, you know, to be authentic, to be yourself, right? Like true friendships are based on like actual meat, right? Like it, it, it has to go beyond surface level. Um, you know, so when Oz and I worked together, she helped me, what was it like a year ago at this point, probably, um, you know, at that point we were just sort of like getting to know each other, trying to figure each other out. Um, at that point it was a little bit more one-sided because Nas was like specifically helping me, um, 
which was hugely valuable, by the way. Thank you. Um, but but at a certain point, like a, when a friendship develops, whether it's in real life or in business, on the internet, like in person, like you got to get beyond that, the like pleasantries, right? And And we really sort of like dug deep and figured out how we really can best support each other. I know that whenever I'm struggling mentally in my business, which happens all the time, like nobody believes that, but like I'm a total head case when it comes to business sometimes. And, you know, Nas will always dig me out of the gutter and remind me and, and get me back to like my why, right? Like you're really good at that. You know, I'm always like, I want to go, go, go. I want to grow, grow, grow. And you're like, why? <laughs> and <laughs> We like, get very philo- philosophical in our conversations. <laughs> yeah. And I love that because sometimes I don't have anybody else to, to do that with. Nobody else asks me those tough questions and really makes me like hone in on why I'm doing all of this. Yeah. Well, and I think that's the power of a relationship, right? Like when you have a friendship that doesn't feel – like you're just like trying to build it for a certain purpose. Like we go a little deeper and like, I know you and I know what you want and I know how to like help you see that. And you know what I want and you know where I'm going and you can like, again, like help me see that. And I think that oftentimes we overlook the aspect of like, like you said, business is hard and a lot of it's a mental game. A lot of it is just like the day-to-day mental game of like stay staying with things or feeling frustrated or like whatever's happening. And oftentimes we're too close to it ourselves. And like family's great. Like we both have supportive husbands and all that stuff. But like at the end of the day, they're going to tell you what you want to hear a lot of times and like they don't understand it from that aspect. So I think, again, being able to have these deeper conversations that kind of pull you out and let you like take a step back from your business and see the whole the whole thing rather than just in the moment we're in is just so powerful. And again, I think without a business bestie, you're kind of left trying to do it on your own and figure out all those things by yourself. And to me, it's just so much easier. We can like literally have a five minute back and forth uh, Voxer conversation where it gets like really real really quickly and we'll get to the heart of things both um both of us just going back and forth and like i leave feeling really good about like okay like this i totally get where she's coming from and i feel really good about this and i just think it works really well to like have that i'm laughing to myself because i feel like sometimes in those conversations i leave feeling like crap about myself because (laughs) you always point out like all the things that i'm not thinking of and i'm like well like, what am I even doing here? Like, what, like, if I didn't have you, uh, my head would not be on straight sometimes, you know? But I think, again, I think that's the benefit of us and our balance is that, like, I go deep and you go, like, you just go big. You're like, you're all in. So I think it's yeah. a good, it's literally like a finding like a good spouse, right? Like, one of you is going to have a certain personality and one of you is going to have another. And like, I always go really deep and, make you rethink things so that you see the bigger picture and you always make me really like think big and like hey sometimes it just doesn't work out and sometimes you just do things and you like see how it goes from there so yeah I think we both think big um you know I'll never forget when I first spoke to you and you were asking me about my goals and I didn't have any goals (laughs) (laughs) I literally didn't have any goals. I was like, I just want to do better than I'm doing right now. You know, like, I just want to grow. That was literally my only goal. 
And you pressed me so hard to put an actual like benchmark on myself, which felt really, really scary. Um, another thing that you've done to me for me is you've pointed out that I don't even know how to articulate this. What do you always say to me that I'm like scared to be successful or something like that? I tell her right? she has a fear of success and she laughs at me every single time. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't even remember what it was because it's so absurd. Uh, like, but it's probably true. It's probably true. But like Nas tells me that I have a fear of success, which is, I think, absurd. But I, she must, she must be right because she's right about most things. But she's like getting so deep inside my brain to a place that I'm not even going to. I'm just like not even there because I'm off thinking about, I don't know, something else that I haven't done that I need to do. And I'm just like not getting philosophical on myself at all. But I well, appreciate that I you mean. do that for me. I feel like you're one of those people who like you just jump. You're you're one of those people that like you don't overthink it. You just take the jump. You make that leap. And to me, that's like so powerful because you trust yourself and you trust the outcome so much that you're like, I don't care if I fall. I don't care if I do this or it doesn't work. You're just very like, I'll jump in and I'll figure it out as I go. And so to me, it's just like, so that's what I'm saying. Like I look at you and I'm like, it's so powerful when I see you literally at 8 a.m. say one thing and by 9 a.m. you're like, I'm doing it. <laughs> we're we're at it. Because I feel like again, I I go deep and I'm like, I want to see the whole picture. And you're like, I see this step in front of me and I'm gonna freaking take it and I'll figure out the next step after and the next step after. So I think that there's that ability for both of us to recognize that those are both valuable like traits to have and they both serve their purpose. And I will tell you, every time you tell me something like that, I literally sit there and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to jump. I'm just going to like do this thing and not overthink it and not spend too much time around it. But yeah, I think that's the power of like the different personalities. Yeah. The balance. I was listening to a podcast the other day. Uh, it was an interview with Lo Bosworth. Remember her from the OC, right? She's actually a brilliant business person, by the way, um, which you would never imagine, but she is. And the person who was interviewing her pointed out that she was just like so good at making decisions. Like she just made decisions all day, all day long. She just like made choices and decisions and never got stuck on anything. And that's how she was able to grow so fast. And I really identify with that. I just, somebody put something on me. It's like, yes or no. And it's like, no, or yes, or whatever. It doesn't even matter. Let's just decide and move on. You You're know, the and fastest decision maker I have ever met. Like, and they're yeah. not even just that you make fast decisions, you make bold decisions and you feel good about them. I think that's a differing factor because it's not hard to make fast decisions, but it's hard to make a fast decision and then feel really freaking good about it. And I feel like you make a decision and somehow in like 15 minutes, you're all in on that thing. And I'm like, <laughs> how are you there yet? Like, and I think that to me is like, so cool to watch because you can get your brain wrapped around like being fully in on something in such a short period of time. And then I box you about it and you're like, well, did you think about this? And I'm like, crap. No. The Debbie Downer. I'm the <laughs> Debbie Downer is like, did you Bringing think me through back the strategy? <laughs> and then she's always like, no, not. But again, a powerful relationship is you 
hopefully aren't like super let down because you come out of it being like, you literally say to me, you're like, no, Nas, I'm just going in and this is what I'm doing. And I'm always like, okay, cool. Have fun. Tell me how it goes. (laughs) We'll talk about it when it gets to the next step. Like it just, I feel like that works well too, because you get it and you're just like, I'm going to do it my way. And I'm like, awesome. I'm here no matter what. Like, I just wanted to know. Totally. So do you have any other business BFFs besides me? I feel like you I do. do. And you know what? I feel like, I don't know. You have business BFFs that you've never actually worked with. What do you mean? Like, like you and I, we worked together and then. Oh, like, in. like I hired you. Yeah. Like my business, other B- business BFFs, like I've worked with them in some capacity, whether they've been my client or I've been their client. I don't know how you just make business BFFs. She makes business BFFs wherever she goes. That's just like. I do. I do. I become friends with strangers on the internet, which I think like they tell you not to do that. Right. But I have all of these online friends. I love it. I do. I mean, I, what happens is I will join somebody's Facebook group. I'll like binge their content. I they'll message me because they're good at connecting. Right. And, and it won't just be a conversation like they have with everybody else, but it'll, I don't know some, if I, if I'm interested in them and I think they're smart and I think they're do what they're doing is impressive and valuable, then like, I want to talk to them more, right. Not necessarily because I want to hire them, but because I want to learn from them and I want to just like vibe with them. And I don't know, some of the people who I just randomly found online, like that sounds so creepy, but it's true, have become good friends of mine. So I have a good question for you. Do you think you're an extrovert? Yeah. See, and I'm not. Isn't that funny? Like in real, it's funny because on the internet, I can be whatever. But in real life, like I don't want to go up to people and talk to people. I don't want to hang out with people for long periods of time. Again, totally different personalities. And I think that that's, you're right. You can just jump into like relationships and like start having conversations and it's just super easy. So I love that. Making strange, yeah. making friends with strangers on the internet. <laughs> yeah, I totally Mom's do that. I totally do that. And you know, a few. So your your business besties, besides me, are all people you've worked with. Mine are people that I actually originally thought would be like strategic alliances, um, and some of them still are. But then they've also become really true friends, right? Yeah. So I think there is some overlap, which maybe is a good way to like close the loop on all of this, that sometimes the most meaningful connections, like people who you're reaching out to, I always tell sleep consultants, you know, reach out to uh, family photographers, preschool directors, uh, pediatricians, lactation consultants, doulas, right? Like make these connections and refer business back and forth. And I think when you do that really, really well, a friendship sometimes forms, at least for me, it does. So I think about all the people who refer business to me, a lot of them have become really good friends. And that's not how the the connection initially started, right? Like they weren't my friend first, they were a business connection first. And then we actually just got to know each other and and liked each other and became business besties. Well, I think that's exactly it. Like to me, the people I've become business besties with, I've had some sort of other relationship with first and then just through conversation and like 
you know, just sharing little bits and pieces, you start to realize that that person is more than just like a business relationship. So I think it is true whether or not we realize it, it always starts with one intention. And then like, you just start to see pieces of that person and realize, oh, this is actually someone I just like, like talking to that it isn't always just about business. And I think it morphs into a little bit more of that friendship. Yeah, I I know that a lot of the women who are enrolled in CPSM are sort of like business besties with each other. Um, I can think of a few examples, you know, I'm not going to name their names, but I can think of a few examples of ladies that met through the program. And now they sort of talk offline and they have their own little private, I don't know what it looks like if they're getting on Zoom, if they're boxing, if they're just Facebook messaging back and forth. But I know that they, they know about each other's families, they know about each other's businesses, like the way that we do, right? Yeah. So I guess you can really find your business bestie anywhere. Anywhere. Because yeah, the same thing with mine. I remember the first time like two of my clients sent a picture and they're like, we met in real life, like and all this. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cute. But like, I think it is, there's so many different ways to find business besties. Like you just have to be willing and open to like sharing more of yourself. And I think that is the scary part for a lot of people because they come from like a corporate background or like a more like professional background of like, you're supposed to look a certain way when you're in front of other business people and like you don't show the real you. And I think that there's a little bit of vulnerability that happens when you make that shift into like, whether it was like a relationship with um, someone who you did business with or otherwise, letting them get like peaks of you and allowing them to see that, that then transitions into friendship that I think I think a lot of the people who don't have business besties, that's why, is that they're a little nervous about showing that side of them because they don't want to be judged or they don't want to not look professional. And I'm just, I think that that's like a thing about entrepreneurship that doesn't get talked about, that it's not this stuffy professional looking thing all the time. And that we're allowed to like break down some walls and barriers and have conversations that are a little more vulnerable with um, people that we feel closer with. Yeah, vulnerable. And then I also think that we sometimes at least you and I are comfortable sort of touching on topics that are maybe not as socially acceptable to talk about with like, people in your real life, right? Like, you know, Nas will know how much money I make, or she'll know how much money I'm spending on Google ads, which is not something that I blast around to like, my friends in real life, you know. Um, So I, I feel like we're able to sort of I don't know how to explain this, but we're we're talking about things that are sometimes maybe a little bit more taboo. I think we're taking away some of the barriers. We're taking away some of these barriers of like, I'm not allowed to talk about this and being like, hey, I, I even remember the first time I think a money conversation came up when you like had gone to New York to get a ring. And I was like, so tell me how much it was. Like we had like <laughs> this conversation where I feel like it just was very natural. And again, like letting ourselves be seen in a way of like sharing things that like, yeah, you say like it's uncomfortable sometimes to talk about money and that stuff without feeling very judged about it. Um, so I think it's the power of, of allowing ourselves to do that. Yeah. Like the, the taboo topics like money, but also like the failures, right? Like I think especially with entrepreneurship, we're always trying to position ourselves to be doing great all the time, right? Like yeah. It's all the way it's all like we're sharing all of our wins, Um, you know, it's sort of like the Instagram versus reality, right? Um, And, and at least with Nas, like, I can share my horrible days and horrible moments, just as much as I can share my great ones. And I think that's really important to have somebody that you can be 
truly real and honest with. I do try to show up in my business as pretty real. I like to, yeah. I like to admit that I don't know it all or that I don't have it all figured out, but sometimes people don't believe me and Nas believes me. <laughs> I'm like, I know you're a mess. Like, yeah, like I'll literally message her and be like, my kids were on their screens for like four hours yesterday and I have no shame in it because I needed to get stuff done. Like we'll have those conversations about things that I think are, again, a little bit more vulnerable, but I'm open to doing it and I like being real. And I think same thing with you. And when you tell me stuff like that, I'll just be like, yeah, I get it. And we'll like talk it out. And sometimes it's just venting and sometimes it's just being like, here's, hey, have you tried this? This might work. So I think, again, it gives us that opportunity to bounce ideas off of each other, to feel like we can just let it go and like tell someone else about it. Um, Even just simple things like that, like people overlook how powerful that is in entrepreneurship. Totally. So I always give people an opportunity to share where they can find you after this podcast, but I want to be clear that nobody is to reach out to Nas to be their, her business BFF because she's mine. Right. Nobody, nobody reach out. Nobody, nobody take my spot, but if people want to reach out to you to actually learn more about how you can help them, because you are amazing. We didn't even get to talk about that. I'm going to have Nas back on the podcast soon. I'm going to have to beg her to schedule another appointment. Or you, Miss Calendar's always full. <laughs> right. So we're going we're gonna to have a whole other conversation to talk about what Nas actually does because it's crazy impressive. Uh, but if you want to just sort of like scope her out on the internet, Nas, where can everybody find you? So if you want to stalk me a little bit, um, I am actually uh, known as the woman who uh, leverages Netflix as my sales system. So um, you can go to easyyesleads.com and you can binge watch my mini series where I share how you can become the innovator in your industry and have clients coming to you. And I share with you how to leverage my Netflix inspired sales system and how to retain clients long term. So check it out at easyyesleads.com or um, I'm on Instagram at next level up CEO or um, on Facebook. Um, you could search me by finding Jane and I'll be on her page, I'm sure. Or in my Facebook group, Next Level Up Female CEOs. Perfect. I'm going to link all of that stuff in the show notes. And thank you so much for chatting with me. I'm so uh, happy that we finally got to connect and it was great seeing you face-to-face on Zoom today. And thanks for being here. Same, same. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Becoming a Sleep Consultant podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you would rate, review, and subscribe. When you rate, review, and subscribe, this helps the podcast reach a greater audience. I am so grateful for your support. If you would like to learn more about how you can become a certified sleep consultant, head over to my Facebook group, Becoming a Sleep Consultant, or to my website, thecpsm.com. Thanks so much. And I hope you will tune in for the next episode.